Rendell, Steve here. Hey, and welcome back to Going In Raw. News brief. We're going to try to keep this one brief today. I know a lot of people were clowning us about yesterday. We said, hey, it's news brief. And then it was like an hour long. But we had well, we mail. Played while I had the intro. We played I long. know. I know. They don't like listening, man. We had, we, it was a news brief. And then we did mailbag on top of it. So there was a news brief at the beginning. I know the the entire video is And now. then more. I mean, like, it's, it was more but better. It was more but better, yeah. More this, but better. This will be brief, though. What's going on in this the news? This will be brief. So, uh, first things first. Uh, we have been critical of, of WB's uh, COVID response in general. Specifically, kind of wonder why uh, Ric Flair has been around the last few weeks. Right. Uh, given all the positive tests uh, within WB. Well, Ric Flair, he was uh, spoke with uh, Wrestling Inc. about WB's safety, safety procedures and protocol in the midst of of COVID, and this is a way to say, quote, the WB is doing everything and following every guideline possible. I really want to do this while I'm reading it, but I can't. Um, the testing and all that was conducted as professionally as it could be. Three doctors organized. Yes, people had to stand in line, but that was because of so many people being tested, but nobody was together. Everybody had a mask on. I would scrutinize anybody that said otherwise at the highest level. I was tired of hearing the BS, Carano, Ace, Vince himself, I can go down the list of people that are making sure that everybody's life is at the best possible place while they're there for the event. I went back the next day. Of course I would. And I've got a pre-existing condition. I'm in my 70s. Let me tell you something. You're safer going to a WWE event than you are going to, to a Kroger's grocery store. Larson, I was beginning to take him seriously, but then he said, let me tell you something, which is a telltale sign of a wrestling promo. This is all a work. Uh, yeah, so look, Ric Flair, he, I, I have no doubt that, uh, number one, he, he toes the company line. Uh, he's been known to do that. At the same time, if the Nature Boy, uh, feels that, that it's a safe place to be, uh, that's good for him to, to, to be there, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it it's completely contradicts the story we're about to talk about. It does. <laughs> it does. I mean, this is a situation, too, where they're finally getting these protocols in place after months of not doing basically anything other than taking temperatures. At least at least they're doing it now when the Nature Boy's there, and he wasn't there prior when they totally weren't doing it. Yes. Because that's yes. super scary. That is super scary. Um, but, yeah, let's get to the next story. We can kind of discuss it all in one in one, in one thing here. So, All right, so, yeah, so basically... Uh, Pro Wrestling Sheet has confirmed, regardless of how safe the Nature Boy claims it is the WWE, even more within the WWE have tested positive for COVID-19. They say this. According to sources, additional people in WWE tested positive for COVID-19 last week during the most recent round of testing before TV tapings. From what we've been told, there have been at least 30 people in total at the PC who have tested positive for the virus over the past three weeks. This includes behind-the-scenes workers and and in-ring talent. Pro Wrestling Sheet also mentions that their sources, quote, also note that the company has admitted it has administered nearly 1,500 tests since they began testing talent for COVID at the end of June. And then Spectrum Sports' John Alba noted on Twitter that the number as of last week was closer to, but not quite, 40 positive tests. Here's one thing about all this, though, is that WWE can take all the necessary procedures, testing, masks, social distancing. That all works uh, so long as nobody's on camera. When they're on camera and they're involved in a segment, masks come off. 
they're closer in six feet. Yeah. Um, for backstage stuff. Yeah. In the ring, they're closer in six feet. Yeah. My dog wants to land on my desk now. Oh. Um, so you can take all the necessary procedures. If someone uh, may be carrying that virus and either they got a, a, a false negative or just slipped through the testing procedures is in a, in a segment with somebody with mask off talking to somebody else, that's an opportunity for spread. So they can take all the necessary procedures 75% of the time. It's that 25% that, that is really going to be the issue. Yeah. I mean, dude, this is, this is just completely a wait and see thing. Like I, I'm kind of surprised it's not more than 40. Um, mm-hmm. It might get to that point. If it keeps on going up and up and up and up, then they're not, they're literally not going to have anybody to film their programming and mm-hmm. we'll see what happens then. Um, either they're going to end up shutting down or they're not. I mean, I, hopefully this testing came at the right time and they are able to, to mitigate Kinda exposure, catch things and yeah, mitigate exposure. Given that they, they seem to safe. have, they have no desire to, to slow down and they, 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 they perceive this as a risk that is, uh, uh necessary, necessary. Yeah. Worth taking. And they probably see every other sports organization, pushing through Boy, right just, now at least and they they probably yeah they feel that val- everybody seems to feel validated with just yeah, accepting I mean, the risk involved every day I, I read the news and and the nba is trying to get going again major league baseball is trying to get started and every day i'm reading about the kings just the, shut their practice facility down yeah, yeah. uh just because players tested positive mm-hmm. um and i know the nba is they're trying to get a, a real strict bubble going too major <sighs> league many. baseball they're not yeah um, so yeah. uh it's going to be pretty shocking to see any of these sports leagues uh, try to restart, or in the case of the NFL in baseball, when start is, their when seasons. When is the NBA actually supposed to start? It's supposed to be mid July, soon. Right? Yeah, yeah, soon, pretty yeah. soon. I think they're all they're they're starting the bubble process in Orlando. Baseball is supposed to start by the end of this month. Uh, I guess NFL training camps are still scheduled to start at the end of this month. Um, and something uh, tells me, you know what? I I get all this is all messed up, but like the NBA, the way they have these games planned out, it's going to be more entertaining this way than with fans. Because all the like enhanced audio stuff, like miking up some of the players or whatever mm-hmm. they're planning on doing, that potentially could be really interesting to watch. Yeah. So they're just gonna have like one venue and have a bunch of games in one day. Is that how they're gonna do it? Something like that. I think That's so. Crazy. Yeah. I think I think they're gonna do something like that. That's pretty crazy. Uh, so this is kind of interesting. Getting a little light, more lighthearted now. Uh, Edge, of course. You think you know me? You think you know him? Well, I think I know. That uh, he has some some dream names, some dream matches that he might want to uh, engage in. He was a guest on the Cheap Heat podcast and was asked who he wants to face after he recuperates from his triceps injury. Uh, his answer, and these transcripts come to you via Alex McCarthy. He says, yeah, there's Rollins. That's a gimme. There's mm-hmm. AJ Styles, a guy like Cesaro, a guy like Shinsuke Nakamura, Matt Riddle. I look at a guy like Ricochet. Oh my God! I die to get in the ring with him. Hopefully, he will exercise that last one sooner yes. than later, so we can get more Ricochet on TV. He had a spot on Raw this past week, and it looks like yeah. he might be doing something with him, Cedric, and MVP, and Lashley. Uh, but uh, those are some great names. I mean, I'm not surprised they kick things off with Randy Orton because Randy Orton is a safe worker. He knows yeah. Edge. It's a yeah. it's a big name rivalry. Um, yep. But we got to get some dream matches in there. We got to get some people we haven't seen before. The groundwork's laid for Rollins because he stomped him like six years ago during an episode of The Peep Show. Yeah. That story's there. It, it is. Know? It is. But I kind of wonder if they're like, because he came back and he didn't immediately say like, hey, Rollins, 
Remember when he did that? It's like, man, he's been back for a while now and he hasn't made a peep about that. I wonder if they're going to retcon that out. He's going to be like uh, a new man. Like might, they're going to forget I, that he came back during the past nine years. But I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I think the 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 Orton one was just the more immediate thing. But once he's done with that, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Seth stepping up to Edge as opposed to Edge saying, "Oh, hey, Seth, remember he did this to me six years ago?" Yeah, right. It might be more like Seth saying, "Hey, uh, uh, you're not here to be part of the greater good. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you are a problem." Oh, remember what I did to you six years ago? Mm-hmm. There's more of that coming your way, Edge. That's yeah, probably for sure. be the approach they take. Uh, AJ would be great. Yeah, uh, he's on SmackDown though. So the brand to brand invitational. Yeah, they haven't mentioned that in weeks. Well, uh, here's, so, here's the thing, though. Like, so that fell apart because Heyman and Pritchard couldn't get on the same page, according to rumor. Mm. The brand versus brand invitational, I think, is a crap idea on a week to week basis. It should be for stuff like this, though, like yeah. for special matches that should be made. Ed showing up and saying, hey, I've got my list and I've gotten permission because you know, I'm trying to make up for lost time. They're allowing yeah. me to do this. That's the kind of thing that I think the totally. brand versus brand invitational should be totally. used for. Totally. Uh, but yeah, him mentioning Ricochet is pretty awesome. That's That'd great. be a great match to see. Yeah, I mean, him against Riddle, Nakamura, Cesaro, all be great matches. For sure. Uh, but yeah, Seth Rollins is probably, uh, if I had the power rank, the one that's most likely to happen, it would be Seth number one. Especially given Seth's sort of status as like lead heel second lead heel mm-hmm. guy yeah for sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like to see him uh edge take on uh, kevin owens too i think that'd be pretty great oh that'd be awesome i think kevin owens would geek out over that too big time daniel bryant too yeah our list is a little bit different like aj's definitely on there rollins is on there but yeah daniel bryant kevin owens ricochet there's dude, there's so much talent i mean that's the thing there's so much talent i know there's so much talent I baron know. corbin top of my list no it's not not even not so much not even not so much on the list no anyways uh that's it for news brief thanks everybody for tuning in we appreciate it till next time we'll talk to you later goodbye